a lot has happened, right? Mm-hmm. A lot has happened, and we'll we'll go through it all. And and what I'm sure you have some because you're you're the in the Odd Couple, which is the. Uh, do you ever watch the Odd Couple? I did not. I knew the theme song. But I've never seen the Odd Couple. One of them is very cleanly and organized, and the other one is a, is a slob, which is obviously me. <laughs> okay, and so you're. The, <laughs> I'll be the I'll be the clean and organized. You're the organized one, yes. so I'm sure you have an organized way that you want to go through this. But as you were going through all of what happened, I cannot help but think to myself. How much in terms of what really matters has changed? And this is what I mean by that. Mm -hmm. Who were, who were our list of like inner circle or even like quasi inner circle contenders going into the playoffs last year? Let's just go or, or let's even go a step further and say like, if fully healthy, right. Mm -hmm. Um, In no particular order, the Miami heat, right. Boston so, Celtics. Yeah. Boston yeah. Celtics. Okay. Milwaukee Bucks. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia 76ers. Yes. Brooklyn Nets. Yes. In, in fairness, right? Okay. I think that's it for the East. I don't think we consider the Raptors, the Bulls, or the as Hawks. The East. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The Suns. Yes. Grizzlies. Yes. Am I me? Yes. Yes. Yeah. No. Listen, they were a two series, the second best record in the league last year. They, mm-hmm. they deserve to. You know, in in one of those two categories, mm-hmm. the Warriors, I, I would say, probably deserve mm-hmm. that designation. Um, the Mavericks, yes. Which, Why you what the the Mavericks? But it was like it wasn't necessarily the Mavericks. It was Luca. Because go hey, remember but, go. But I see what you're still saying, there, right? right? He is still there. Yes, he okay. is a Maverick. Yes. But my my can't. Why can't I quit you, Utah Jazz? Uh huh. Um, and then in their own kind of category, the if and when healthy Denver Nuggets and LA Clippers, right? Yes. Okay. I just named a dozen teams of those dozen teams over everything that's happened in the last 10 days, all of the shakeups, all of the different stuff. How many of those dozen teams have fundamentally changed in some way or another? The Utah jazz, Um, the Utah jazz. Yeah, obviously. Which I think you can just swap for Minnesota and say like, they now take the Jazz's spot in that. That's fine. Yeah, that's that's fine. So like the have they finally petered out Utah Jazz have now been replaced by the oh, can they actually maybe get in this conversation? Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay, Mm -hmm. the Mavs lost Jalen Brunson. And yet at the same time, I wonder how many people are going to like around this time or maybe around the beginning of playoff time next year. If like Timmy Hardaway gets back on the floor and he has a nice shooting season and Christian Wood is playing for mm-hmm. a new contract, wonder how many people are going to be like, man, if if, J- if Jalen Brunson was on the Mavs, I'd be picking them right now, but he's not there. Like, I, I so let's whatever. Let, let's let's ding them a little bit, okay? And then the Nets, right? And oh, by the way, nothing is actually. That's it yet. That's it. They haven't changed. They haven't left yet. Yeah. They haven't left the conversation. Um, you know, and there were yeah. some people, there were some people, not me, because I'm I'm clearly an idiot when I was like picking them against the freaking Celtics in the first round last year. But some people were, didn't even take the Nets seriously as a real contender before the playoffs. And those people, you know, turned out to be right. So, like, I don't know. When we're talking about the infrastructure of the of like the teams that are going that are going for it that are in the running 
not much has changed yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe by the time we record the next one of these things, more will change. But like, I guess that's the first place I wanted to start. Um, I think the fact that things haven't changed yet is what's so fascinating about it, though, because you have one of those teams ready to make any one of these other teams in a tier of their own. Because I, I think you and I would agree if Ooh. the Suns get Kevin Durant, they're the prohibitive Favorites. favorite. If the Heat get Kevin Durant, they're the prohibitive favorite. Uh, are they giving up Bam? Yes. And it would just mean that they have to go get another center that might actually I, be more efficient in the playoffs closer to the rim. I I might I honestly meant even Jimmy and KD and Harrow. Uh, Tyler Hero would be going in that trade. Would he? I think well, so that's the thing about if we have this, we start with the con like we should probably start with the Kevin Durant conversation because yeah, let's start with the conversation. The rumored packages for Kevin Durant are just nuts, which is why so the boring answer is I think he may end up having to go back to Brooklyn. Um the Wait, problem can, can, can I uh, go finish what you saying? Well, just like the problem is like there's this I know you know the CBA. People don't people people probably do know this, but in case you haven't figured out, John does know a lot about the CBA compared to Jeremy. Like they actually are very close in their knowledge. Jeremy just knows everything. Um, I had no idea about this max rookie extension designation that you can only have yeah, one man. of those guys on your team. So well, no, oh. you can you can only have traded for one of those guys on your team. And the Nets have already traded for Ben, ben Simmons, Simmons. So they right. cannot trade for another one. So they can't they can't they would have to trade Ben Simmons in order to then trade. Yes, for the, the Utah Adebayo. Jazz can trade for Ben Simmons tomorrow, and that's fine because right. they have one designated rookie max guy in Donovan Mitchell, but they signed him. They did not trade for him. Right. So as a result, like I think unless Ben Simmons is also going to Miami, which I also don't see happening, I think they would have to make a three-team deal where Ben Simmons goes someplace else. And then what you're hearing is it's going to take Bam, Hero, uh, Duncan Robinson potentially or Dwayne Dedman can be the third player and then five picks and then you're going to war with Kyle Lowry well, Duncan ex- Robinson Jimmy Butler and Kevin Durant except you're next. not you're not being you're not throwing in five picks if you're Miami because they a they have the issue where they have to fini- uh, change the protections on an outstanding pick that's due to OKC which that would be an interesting negotiation and even if they can do that. I think they could still only send out three firsts and, and a swap if I if I am correct. So as a result, like that's that's what we're hearing is that the Nets are not going to sell off KD cheap. The I, the idea that like I don't believe honestly that what what was reported about the Timberwolves thing that they offered that the Nets oh, yeah. asked for Anthony Edwards, uh, call it like basically asked for everybody, and the Timberwolves were like no, we're good. The the Suns being like they offered Aiton in a sign and trade, um, Miles Bridges and five picks, and the Nets are like it's not enough. McCall like, Bridges. What I say, Miles. Miles Bridges. That is not a name pr- I should be saying. No, I'm pretty sure the I'm pretty sure Miles Bridges is not getting it done for Kevin Durant right now. No, I I, I would agree with that. Mikael Bridges. So basically, Aiton Bridges and five picks is not enough. So all of that being said, either the Nets cave, which at this point, they're this far into it. Why are you caving? Or 
I think Kevin Durant is going to have to accept that he signed a four-year extension and he doesn't so, have as much leverage as he may have thought he had when he made that trade request. So I'm going to reference a couple of folks that you just mentioned. One, mm-hmm. and I think the conversation has to start here, is you mentioned Brian Windhorst, the mm. meme, meme of the week. Yes. Meme, meme of the year. Maybe ever. Yes. Maybe the, like, maybe the maybe ever. Yes. Just I, I can't speak highly enough of that. Um, did you see the Bohemian Rhapsody one? Yes. The, yes. That's the, With the four faces and they're that, singing Bohemian yes. Rhapsody. Yes. Might be the one. Uh, and then everybody who said it to like different types of. I, 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 we could talk about that. for mm-hmm. the whole Jeremy's tweet referencing where it was like Leon Rose passes uh, pass uh, has a barbecue with his son at fourth of july (laughs) dinner uh on the fourth of july and then mark cuban now what did he do what did he mean by that you know uh anyway so wendy's wendy pointed out some on his latest episode of uh the hoop collective that is a good point and should not be lost which is that what did the original reporting say about why they were refusing to give Kyrie the long-term contract he wanted because Josiah was sick of this shit mm-hmm. and, jo- and the buck stops with Josiah. And so the notion that Josiah is going to go into this season with these guys on this team, when the buck does stop with him and he has clearly made his input uh, known as, as these things are going on, I don't buy it personally. I know other people will disagree with me. I don't buy it. I think they're going to trade him. Mm. Then the conversation turns to, I can't wait to do this and shout out to friend of the program, Zach Lowe for his conversation on his his podcast today. Then the conversation, I believe the first domino is Brandon Ingram because everybody's putting the first domino at Scotty Barnes. I and there was a great conversation by Zach um, about Scotty with someone who covers the Raptors for for Sportsnet, uh, whose of course name is escaping me. Um, Actually, have I, it. It's my neck. It's next to my queue. I'll grab it while there you're you talking. go. So I don't think they're going to put Barnes on the table. I just don't. And I think it is really. And I, I think it was Wendy who referenced um, the Heat when they got Shaq. Uh, how many? However many years ago it was. 15, 17 years ago. Uh, when the Lakers were like, we want Dwayne Wade. Jeez. And they, 2004 what? was 18 years ago. God damn. <laughs> yes, we're, we're, we're very old. We are old. Uh, Blake Murphy of Blake Murphy, uh, Sportsnet, by the way. Go ahead. Um, yeah, like the Heat said no. Because, yeah, at the time, Shaquille O'Neal was arguably still the best basketball player on the planet. I mean, it was, you know, you could maybe maybe say Kobe, maybe like LeBron was obviously in the league. But like Shaq had an argument. Um and they were like, no, we're not, we're not giving you Dwayne. And what was Dwayne Wade? Dwayne Wade was a rookie. He had just come off his rookie year. He looked very good. He looked awesome. There was superstar potential, or there was star potential there. But like, go look at his numbers from his rookie year. He wasn't Dwayne Wade yet. And he were like, no, we're keeping Dwayne Wade. And eventually, the Lakers settled on a different trade featuring Lamar Odom. I don't believe the Raptors are going to put Barnes into this. I think we've seen enough from Barnes, Barnes already. Um, to know that, and and here's the other part of it, and this is, and Zach didn't say this explicitly in his pod, but I I will. It's that because well, he references because the salary is so low, just from a value proposition, because then you have to give up Barnes and either 
Gary Trent Jr. or Ananobi or Siakam because uh, you can't just do Barnes and like quote unquote filler and all the picks. And like, I think the Raptors are fine putting in all the picks, but I just, they're not going to put in all the picks and Barnes and another good player. So I think the conversation starts with Brandon Ingram. And if the Hornets are willing to put Brandon Ingram into the trade, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud, that I think Kevin Durant's going to be playing in New Orleans next year. So you just said the Hornets are. Oh, oh my God. Sorry. Yeah. We the, both had some Hornet related the, the Pelicans, so far yes. today. The Pelicans. Um, it's, it's funny you bring up the Shaq trade because I was, I was looking for what like a superstar like this might go for. And the Shaq trade is the best example. It's the like, only precedent. Right. Cause like the Kareem trade, just like there is real no precedent. It's the a, Barkley it's trade also era. really isn't it, exactly. We didn't really. Honestly, the Barkley to the Suns trade. Yeah. But even that was weird because like he was, I don't want to say he was kind of a malcontent, but he kind of was a malcontent, you know? Um, the Barkley trade is much more um, comparable to like the the Dwight Howard trade. I get yes, what they got is. back was, but he, he just made things so, I guess it's even closer to the Harden trade, except the Harden trade, what they got back was now looks like a steal. Uh, the I think point being it. they the- got an MVP they got a, a guy that was a malcontent that was like making it tough to keep him around on a day-to-day basis. You know what I'm saying? No, you, you nailed it. The Barkley trade and the Howard trade were, yeah. were uh, similar. Yeah. So Shaq went for three players, Karan Butler, Brian Grant and Lamar Odom. Yep. And then a first round pick and a second round pick. Yeah. What is that getting you today? Two starters, a backup, a starter, and a sec- a first round pick and a second round pick. Well, what is that getting you today? Is I think that getting le- you Julius Randle right now. Uh, uh, well, we we that's uh, what I would trade Julius Randle for. Right, right now. It's a different conversation. <laughs> but I think I think what the major takeaway is is throughout like most of NBA history, when you look at what stars are traded for, especially when you look back in retrospect. You go like, how did they go for so little? Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of shifted a little bit over the last few years with this just like understanding that when you get a, when you trade for a star, you're basically trading every pick you can trade, which is I, I, like that's something that's just happened over the last few years. I think the only like the only superstar trade that you can look for. Funny, we're talking about Brandon Ingram. Where it's like, wow, okay, that was for value is, is the AD trade. Because they got Ingram and all the picks and mm-hmm. some other decent, pretty decent players. I picks there, they they got the eighth pick in the draft this year because they had brand they made that trade for Anthony Davis. So and, and speaking of those picks, the other the other reason I think New Orleans, again, if they want to throw Ingram in the deal has to be at the front of the line because they also have not only all of their own picks, but they have, I think they have all their own, picks. maybe they have one out outgoing or something, um, but they have so many picks from both the AD trade and the Drew holiday trade. So they can, they can create a really interesting package built around Brandon Ingram where the nets could legitimately look at it and be like, we can have our cake and eat it too here. <laughs> <laughs> 